San Diego Union Tribune and Sign On WS Radio presents Maynard's Garage with hosts Mark Maynard and Dave Stahl. You know, I know about getting my brake discs turned and maintenance like that. I've never considered brake caliper. Or anything else in the brake system as far as that goes. No, it's just when the, you know, that little wear bar starts grinding, I knew it's time to go get my brakes checked. Or the red light came on the dash that said brake and you slammed the emergency brake in 26 times and the light wouldn't go out so you were pissed. Because they're both incorporated. Oh, yeah, everybody does that. <laughs> well, you know, it's been tens of thousands of miles since we've had the 69.95 brake job. Yeah. Anybody sees that on the wall? Just keep on driving. Run. Yeah, run, 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 69.95 run. 69.95 turns into 7,000. <laughs> Correct. Well, you know, the brake systems, especially today. Back in the day when I was a boy, you know, it, you didn't have to worry about really flushing the brake cylinders or brought, you know, flushing the fluids out of it or doing anything to the calipers at all. In fact, they didn't have calipers. They had brake shoes and drums, and they worked off a little wheel cylinder, and it pushed them in and pushed them out. Yeah. You know, and that was all it was. used to hose them out to get the brake dust exactly. out of Exactly. Now we've got ABS and, you know, and all this, you know, sophisticated things. And I used to say, well, leave it alone if it's not broke. But, you know, there is some preventive maintenance because there and the caliper is is one of them. The caliper is that integral hand that holds onto two pads that grabs yeah, the right. rotor to stop mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so consequently, when you go in for a brake job, you know the technician. It's his job to look at that caliper. It's his job to take the caliper off, look at the pins to where the pads slide on to see if there's any corrosion. Mm-hmm. There is a lubrication for that, believe it or not. Uh, take a look and see if those are moving property, because if not, your pads could either stay on or not go on at all until you've really applied the brake. Yeah, that's the delicate part, because you want just almost a little bit of drag. Yeah, just a little bit. You don't want it, you know, you don't want it on constantly. Yeah, costing you fuel economy. Correct. So you, so there is, there is a caliper maintenance if you look at it. Uh, there are such a thing now that's available to you as a consumer as what they call a loaded caliper you should probably replace your calipers every 60 to 100,000 miles i would say i do i do it no i wait for mine to break but if you're a maintenance oriented person you really want to keep everything working to the way it should you need to bring it everything seems like it's a smart idea because it's they're down too. there in all the corrosive and, and it's yeah because if one thing's bad then you know because the brakes get very very hot they get cold yeah. it depends on your driving characteristics Grime, yeah uh, and then when somebody tells me, well, then, you know, I really need to, I'm going to do brakes myself, that's that's the biggest mistake you could make. No kidding. I tried to do that once. Oh, yeah. Fluids. You know, these fluids go through lots of material. They run through rubber, metal, aluminum, brass, and they're picking up debris. So your your fluid is, is your integral part of stopping. It's, it's what builds the compression up to push the pistons yeah. out to stop the vehicle. Well, if it becomes contaminated or if it boils... Now you think, boiling? Why would it boil? Well, just take a run to the desert, you know, and go down the grade. Oh, yeah. You know, especially in a hot day like we've been having. You know, so you got to look at your fluid. And when your fluid starts to change colors from that nice, clear, kind of a light yellow color, and it starts changing colors, it's not a bad idea to go in and have the system flushed. They'd so like what to colors see- are going to go to? Brown? Brown. Yeah. They'd like to see you do this every two years, believe it or not. That's kind of like what the what the manufacturer recommends. Uh, the other thing, when somebody says, I'm going to rebuild your, your caliper, I, I would just soon have a loaded one. 
You just give me one already done. Yeah, give me a fresh one off the shelf. Uh, but there's so many things that a caliper could do to, to, to ruin your day, and you don't even know it. So you need to find a good technician that can really take a look at it. And, I mean, we're looking at all the seals and, and, and everything that goes along with it. One thing that just to drive me crazy as a technician or as a, make, a manager, especially in an aftermarket shop, you get a box from, say, Napa, and you open it up, and it's got pads and it's got little springs, and it's got little clips, mm. and it's got this little lubricant, and it's got all this other stuff. And you see a technician just take the pads out and throw all the other stuff away and just slap the pads in, glue them with super glue to the calipers inside pucks, and send you down the road. And that happens. And that's Are they why supposed to be glued in the position? No, they're supposed to put all that stuff in so you won't have brake squeak, shutter, and all that stuff. So you got to be real. That's why I'm always hesitant when I go to an aftermarket shop for brakes. Special. You know, and, and, and at least with the manufacturer, they're trained to do it. That's what they're supposed to do, and they have to use all the parts. You know, I mean, otherwise, you know, the, the parts department doesn't allow the technicians to keep parts in their boxes, so they're not allowed to save stuff. So, you know, when you're in there, just tell the technician, hey, make sure you, you know you're going to use all the parts, right? You can do it jokingly. At least he'll be alerted that you know that there are supposed to be everything put in. So. So what? Uh, well, how would somebody know, you know, uh, aside from mileage, how would somebody know their caliper is not functioning? Well, calipers can do a lot of different things. Uh, one of them is if it, the, the, the most obvious is if you apply the brake and the car shoots hard to the right mm-hmm. or it shoots hard to the left, yeah. then that means you got a caliper hanging up. The other thing you can do, too, and if you're mechanical enough, pull the tires off. You can look in the back. There's an inspection window. You can Take look at the pads. What the most obvious thing you'll see is one pad will wear more so than the other. In other words, you're looking for equal wear. You want equal wear, yeah. Uh, uh, at least, or maybe if you've only got a single-sided puck on the caliper, maybe that side will wear a little bit more. But you want it to be pretty much as even. But you're, what you're looking for is the right wearing is exactly the same as the left. Because if one is wearing differently than the other, then that's a good chance you've got a caliper issue. The other okay. way is leakage. You can look around the seals. You can look to see if it's if it's been wet. And all it has to do is look like it's been wet, like like a dog did something on it. So the caliper – now, what about the pistons? <laughs> you, know, you know, I was just in this Chrysler 300 SRT8, 14.2-inch slotted vented Brembos yeah, with four, four piston. piston calipers. Sometimes you'll get, what, six pistons? Yeah, you can get up to six pistons. I think in racing they've got eight. But what these pistons are, if you have a, a normal automobile like the Versa, mm-hmm. has one piston. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, it's and that's usually, the power to And it's usually the... on the inside of the caliper, and it pushes it, and, and the two get together sure, and do a fine. fine job. But when Great you're breaking on that Versa, very, by the way. Yeah, but you're driving an SRT8 that's got, that's whomping how much horsepower? 470. And you got to get this 4,000-plus yeah, yeah, yeah. 4, vehicle oh, yeah. to a stop? Yeah. You better throw some pucks in there. And that's what we call... That's where you come up with your pistons, mm. and each piston. I mean, so you've got you've got two, you know, probably on in, on inboard and outboard. So you got a four piston system. You put the brakes on, that thing's going to lock down. Yeah. Uh, going back to brakes, uh, rotors. There's a real controversy on rotors. Do you turn the rotors? Do you replace the rotors? Mm-hmm. When do you not turn the rotors? Honda says, you replace the brakes on any of our cars. You replace the rotors. We do not have any uh, machining. Uh, specifications, hmm. which <clears throat> in Honda, yeah, and plus it just keeps, you know, it keeps the consistency of the rotor. Now, then, now that brings up another question, and this is a technician choice. 
I always liked to take a brand new set of rotors. I don't care who I got them from. Put them on the machine and just took maybe a millimeter or two off that rotor. Take that glisten off. Take that shine off of it so that when that pad... Rough it up a little bit. Yeah, rough it up a little bit. Didn't mess with the pad, but roughed it up a little bit because the pad was rough enough. Then when those two grabbed a hold, it it worked out pretty well. Now, here's something that you and I have never... Well, I've heard of it, but I mean, most people have not heard of it. Um, And that is, it's called burnish, B-U-R-N-I-S-H, break-in. Yeah. Now, a lot of people don't do that. You know, I used to know people that would get in their car after a brake job and go out and just stand on the brakes and say, okay, they work. What did you do that for? You know, you need to let, you need to break these yeah, things Yeah, you need to in. gradually, you know, without, a, without the evasive or emergency stopping kind of Manufacturers are a little overkill. They'd like to see you do 25 to 30 stops using medium to firm pressure. Uh, I think 10 to 15 at 30 miles per hour is more than sufficient. You know, go through some stop and go. Just don't. You know, just don't be overheating the brakes for the first couple hundred miles if you can at least get away with it. You'll end up with a better pedal feel. You'll end up with a better life expectancy of your you brake pads. Yeah, you know, you used to think about braking in your engine, and you never really considered braking in the brakes. No, no. Well, if anything, you, you, know, you just get in it, and it feels just like it did when you... Yeah. And that's the other thing people have issues with. It feels exactly the same. Um, torquing the rotors. There would be a good question to ask your technician. Do you torque the rotors? Because the rotors are designed to be torqued because as much as a .05 out of alignment will cause a pulsation, which will cause a technician to either turn the rotors or replace them. There may not be anything wrong with them at all. Um, you know, But brake bleeding, the only time you should do that is if you're flushing the system. There should be no reason that you should. A technician should not be able to come up to you and say, Mark, you need to bleed your brakes. Really? Why well, do I you need didn't to ask the technician, why did you do something wrong? Exactly. But... Flushing the system, especially in today's automobiles, uh, it is getting a little less expensive to do. It used to be a little costly because of the type of equipment they had to have to, to actually do it. Um, so, what makes grabby brakes? Sometimes you, I get in a, in a new car and the, you know you're easing on the brakes and it's like wham. Well, what you have there is in every brake master cylinder and booster, there's a rod inside mm-hmm. there that's adjustable. Mm-hmm. And you can adjust that rod to the amount of pressure you want. Some manufacturers, as the ones you're speaking of, they're a little tighter than most. Some of them are a little bit softer. And it's purely just an adjustment. And a lot then, depending if it's a performance car or a non-performance car, the type of brake pads they use. Because if they're like a, a race graded type mm-hmm. pad, it's going to grab it. It's going to grab good. There used, used to be issues with the ceramic. Brakes oh, too, yeah, until but you got now, hot. now they're like uh, it's a, they're not more integrated. A lot of yeah. I don't notice a big yeah. big difference in them. You won't. That was what I liked about this Chrysler, the 300 SRT8, 470 horsepower. This is a monster the charger, right? Uh, no, the 300, the big oh, the sedan. What am I doing? Yeah, um, you know the, all of those functions with braking. You know the brake pedal feel, the absoluteness. You know it was right there. There was oh, yeah. no none of that numbness, sponginess, the roll on of the throttle, steering inputs. Those elements of steering, braking, throttle really make a, an experience enjoyable. And that's a big four door. And you just adapt to it quickly. And that's a big car. I like that car. I want to get that thing for KUSA. Ooh, we've got some car culture stuff. There's a car show coming up in Napa, California. 
Are we going there? And, and, ooh, we're going to Yauntville next, next week. Uh, we've got some more on that, too. You've been listening to Maynard's Garage on Sign On WS Radio. This is San Diego's Online Radio. Enjoy top-shelf liquor at bottom-shelf prices. Deep South Barrels has oak-aging barrels for aging your liquor and wine at home. Deep South Barrels allows your liquor to improve quickly and in style. Deep South Barrels offers a wide variety of essences for making your own spirits, too. Deep South Barrels can be found online at DeepSouthBarrels.com and on Facebook, where fans rave, share ideas, and you can find special coupons. Want to finally take the plunge and create your dream swimming pool while helping out your community? I'm not talking about your local neighborhood pool. I'm talking about Ken King's San Diego Pools. Your San Diego's Ken King is passionate about giving back to his community with the help of his clients' own custom dream pools. From donating custom pools for children's hospital to Little League baseball teams, San Diego Pools has made all those donations possible. Visit sdpools.net to learn more on how you can make your dream pool possible. Buying San Diego Pools, helping your community. I'm here in the walls of Australia with my new little friend, Sheila. Say hello, mate. Sheila's a baby rhino, and one of her biggest enemies is the scorching summer sun. So to protect herself, Sheila wallows in the mud, covers herself really good, too. That's it, girl. Bet you didn't know, you can protect your home much like a baby rhino with Rhino Shield. It's a permanent ceramic coating that gives your home a durable, hard outer shell. You paint once, and you're done, guaranteed. Goes over wood, brick, stucco, hardy board, even vinyl. Unlike mud, which only comes in gray, Rhino Shield comes in bunches of gray colors. It even resists mold, mildew, and fading. So, take a tip from Sheila here, and give your home a protective coating with Rhino Shield. To learn more, log on to rhinoshield.tv. Rhino, like the big animal. rhinoshield.tv. Bring out your true beauty. Let Yvonne, an expert and specialist in European skin care, take away years of stress lines. Yvonne's skillful hands will diminish the appearance of wrinkles and acne scars, restoring damaged skin to healthy, vibrant skin, all without invasive procedures. If you or someone you love would benefit from a restoring day at the spa, visit Yvonne at Day Spa in the City in San Diego. Go to wsradio.com slash dayspa. San Diego. Now you too can live lavishly without spending lavishly thanks to signonsandiego.com's daily deal. Get the daily deal and you'll get up to 90% off San Diego restaurants, attractions, services, and even more. Go to dailydeal.signonsandiego.com. That's dailydeal.signonsandiego.com. No one knows San Diego like Sign On.